This time it's personal. Today on Podcastmagoria. Welcome to another episode of Podcast Magoria's Halloween A to Z. My name's Autumn. I'm James. <laughs> and today we are in the home stretch. I can see the light at the end of the tunnel because <laughs> we are on X. That's right. Two more episodes after this. Ooh, man. Woo wee. <laughs> okay. So, yes, X for extra. Two. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yes. there is more than one extra movie. There are three currently. Yeah. Um and a fourth one being made? Fourth one uh, it's it's in pre-pre-production. It's probably I think it's actually been in pre-production hell for it's been a, a while. while. Yeah. But uh. so we might someday have Maybe another <laughs> another extra movie to review because we've gotten this far. We might as well do three next time. Maybe we will. Maybe we'll be every other year, or every two years, because it yeah. took us. Uh, <laughs> it took us a little while to get back to. Yes, <laughs> yes, it did. <laughs> yeah, this movie was made in 1990. Uh, just a little, a little sprinkling of information about the making of this film. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so. The director didn't actually have the rights for the story of Extra One. The only, or, or the names of any of the characters, any yeah. of that stuff. Yeah. Uh, the only thing that the director had the rights to was the name Extra. So in making this movie, the plan was, okay, well, somehow maybe we can figure out a way to tie it into the first one without yeah. ever having to mention the first one. And... They do a terrible job. Yes, <laughs> they do. Because like, um, I thought that, and I don't want to get too far ahead, but you know they reference past events, and I thought that maybe that was how they're going to be like, oh, well, yeah. this thing happened well, so and so. Instead, yeah. it's fake events that were made up for this movie yeah, that yeah. they're referencing. I guess it was still too close to. <laughs> referencing something they didn't have the rights to. Yeah, I don't even. Yeah, the alien doesn't even look. No. Extra himself no. No. doesn't even look the same. This is only sequel by name. Yes. <laughs> like, could you um, imagine if you watched, if it was, uh, let's say, for instance, Halloween 3 and Michael Myers wasn't in it? <laughs> wouldn't that be weird? <laughs> that would be pretty weird, James. <laughs> That'd be really weird if that were to happen. Or, or let's say it was Nightmare on Elm Street 2, and for some reason it wasn't actually Freddy Krueger. Uh, that would that be, be strange? That would be really, really weird if that were to happen. That would blow my mind. <laughs> um, The other difference with this movie, I think, is that it is very much... Sci-fi horror instead yes. of horror sci-fi. Yeah, yeah. There is a crap ton of nonsense sci-fi jargon. Yeah, it 
I'm going to be honest right up front and say that this movie was kind of a little harder to keep up with (laughs) compared to the madness that is Extra 1. Yeah, Extra 1 was hard to keep up with because the fact that it was like every scene was something that was just going, what the fuck? Yeah. (laughs) And also it had three different cuts. So even like whatever version you saw wasn't necessarily the same version someone else saw. So it was just like, you'd be telling somebody about that movie and go, oh, can you believe this part when blah, 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 blah happens? That didn't happen in the movie. You know, this is, (laughs) uh, and it's so crazy to me because like, this movie looks like it was made for the sci-fi channel. It does. The other odd thing though is that I don't know if it was the version we were watching because, you know, sometimes on YouTube they'll put like fake, you know, um, movie studio logos at the beginning of the movie for some reason. But this was put out by New Line Cinema. It was. Yeah. This was a real, real budget. This was a real high budget film. Mm. Well, (laughs) it had a budget. High, low budget. High, low. (laughs) High, low. How are you? (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Oh, so <laughs> this review is going to be a little interesting because the fact that we're already coming out of the gate pretty hard, yes. which shouldn't be surprising because it's freaking extra too. Let's begin. Oh, yeah. By the way, hour 30 minutes. I've already spoiled that. Yeah. Twice you've already, over yeah. Now. You've already. <laughs> Go back and listen to those episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tell you how long all the movies are going to be. The movie opens on just the longest sequence of a flipping. It's it's like point of view riding in a helicopter. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, are they referencing the thing? (laughs) Because it's like, you know, over snow caps and whatnot. Mm. But it looks like the same footage is playing. Yeah. Over and over again. Yeah. Because we get credit break, then we get more footage of the helicopter. Yeah. Somebody spent a lot of money for that helicopter tour of the Alps. They did. (laughs) The other thing that loops in this sequence is the song. It's so bizarre. Because during I couldn't the... tell if it was two songs or if it was the same song, just looping. See, I think that it was just... I think that when we see the helicopter, it's got like that military march, mm-hmm. like snare. And then whenever the credit sequence would like clip in, it would be that weird like sad synth yeah. music. Yeah, since uh, oboe or some it's, shit. It's, but it, there's a clear like spot. Yeah, and that's when I realized, Wait oh my minute. god, these are two separate tracks because <laughs> they're mixed a little bit different too. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> and no joke, folks. This takes a long ass time. Yes, it does. And when we finally see the helicopter land. It was all for naught because we're instantly like cut into a facility. Yeah. So this the other thing with this movie is all throughout they keep cutting to this nonsensical 3D graphic mm-hmm. of the facility, which yeah, I mean it is technically a character because it's the computer. So the design for this autumn. Uh huh. Oh God. <laughs> I was looking at it and I was like, God, why does this look familiar? Why does this look familiar? And it, and it dawned on me at the end of the film. Mm-hmm. 
and I'll make ref. I'll I'll try to remember to reference this then when we get there. Uh, but I was like, oh my god, this is the hive from the Resident Evil movie. <gasps> it's huh. the it's the same layout. Oh my god, they're just missing the laser hallway. It might be like the same. Reused <laughs> set. What if they used? What if they took the old ass 1990 computer wireframe graphic, and then just slapped some? Oh, you're talking about the computer graphic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like okay, the, yeah, I see. Because the, the map of the facility is I the high. I thought you were talking about the actual facility because, like, yeah, it kind of. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure that 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 facility has been used for like. 70 episodes of Stargate. <laughs> yeah. Like probably Sequest. Like yeah. all those like sci-fi shows during the 90s. Uh Mutant X probably. <laughs> probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you so anyway folks, you'll get this graphic and then the computer system talking over the graphic talking about you know some sort of sci-fi jargon about the systems yeah. checking such and such and there is honestly so much like pseudoscience in yeah. this movie that if you are a science-minded individual you're you're trying to figure out what they're talking about because it's nonsense yeah it's complete and total and nonsense so it makes like it makes you confused yeah yeah, I sincerely doubt anybody attached to this project had any freaking clue how anything worked, ultimately. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, after we get this jarring moment with the 3D graphics, uh, we see a, a limo pull up to the facility, and we are introduced to a character that I thought was going to be important. Yeah. Uh, and that is Bob. Bob. <laughs> who is uh, greeted by Dr. Alex Summerfield and they're talking about the funding for this secret project and stuff. And there's a lot of catty dialogue between the two of them. Yeah. Well, it turns out that there was a similar facility set up many years ago and there was an incident Mm -hmm. and, you know, they're kind of like, are we really sure we want to be doing this experiment again? Yeah. All those years ago, we don't want something like that to happen again. Ah, Autumn, is this connecting us to the incident mm. in Extra One? I've, I don't know. Because we never really truly understood what was happening there, too. I mean, I well, know. UFOs and aliens, but maybe it was that. <laughs> maybe what they thought was a UFO was actually the experiment. <laughs> we also learned during this that the computer that we saw does run the entire facility. Oh, dear. Do you think it's running off the same software that they used in Death Spa? That's what I'm wondering. Oh, Are you see. starting to look a little like Death Spa to me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's there's more in between this catty conversation between Bob and Alex. There is more cuts to the facility, like people doing their jobs and stuff, the scientists prepping for the experiment, and more of the computer doing its thing um <laughs> which it has like a, a program error yeah which i don't know if i, I was it, a scientist i'd be like oh maybe we need to we need to hold back, off on this yeah we need to back this experiment up by at least a day till we can look at this and see like why this error occurred especially once we learn what the actual experiment is which is they're sending these three poor souls <laughs> 
to an alternate dimension. They're they're zapping them. They're zooting them. They're yeah. They're photoshopping them <laughs> and squeezing them down yes. and zooting them into the parallel universe. Yeah. And of course, whenever this team gets sent into the parallel universe, communications are rough. Oh. Visuals can't be seen. Not that it matters anyway, because when we yeah. finally get to see the visuals, it's this fucking dreadful like blue color yeah it's just it's just blue with random shapes and you're supposed to be led to to like go oh yeah i know what i'm looking at well I, you know i think it was i think that was intentional so that us as a viewer could go oh, oh suspense ooh, <laughs> they're getting attacked now yeah. why are they getting attacked by ooh yeah the three scientists uh, they end up coming across what look what appeared to be like some shitty version of an egg from alien yeah and then you hear a bunch of monster noises and the camera cuts out and all the scientists are, are panicking and there's like damn it get them back get them back and they're trying to make the thing work but if you've ever watched any episode of star trek you know sometimes when shit hits the fan the mm -hmm. transporter just can't lock on yep that's <laughs> right so we have our other main characters of dr julie casserly We'll just call her Julie. Yeah. And Alex, they're in a boardroom talking about, well, we have to go in and save them. Mm -hmm. Alex is like, why don't we send more people in Yeah. to save them? And everybody else is like, why would we do that? Why would we lose more people Yeah. if we don't even know like wh how they got attacked or if they are even okay yeah and julie's just like well the obvious answer to this is we send somebody that's been there before <gasps> someone's been there before whoa which alex just like i'm not gonna have him and stinking up my facility him yes julie is trying to send in her ex-lover ex-colleague slash ex-head ex honcho Shepherd. Shepherd. It's always a shepherd in these freaking sci fi flicks. Alex ends up bringing up the fact that he's the reason why things went wrong the last time they did uh, the experiment and that he's not about to have the maniac running amok in his facility. Mm, yeah, he he's crazy. He's psycho. Yeah. He's in, living in the woods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in, in a <laughs> F troop kind of way, he's like, I'm definitely not gonna have him here. <laughs> Julie's in at the the <laughs> cabin in the woods. Yeah, the cabin in the woods. He's got a very nice view. Looks like he's living a very peaceful life. Yeah. And Julie's coming to just destroy that yeah, peace. Fuck that up. Yeah. <laughs> It's funny how little convincing Julie needs to do. <laughs> because at first, Shepard's like, ain't no way after the last time. Oh, wait, this no. This is Autumn, crazy. You, you're saying those those lines too clear. Oh, say you're them, right. Say them like the legend Jan Michael Vincent would have said them. Oh, I could go uh, uh, crazy. Oh, yeah, there we go. Did he do the voice of Senior Card Gage? <laughs> <laughs> okay. If, to be fair, mm -hmm. I could barely understand anyone in this film. Yeah. Because everybody's either mush mouth, mumbling their lines, or the audio mixing is so bad. Yeah. 
And I don't know yet again if it was the version we were watching on YouTube. Yeah. Or if this audio quality is actually like that. I'm not sure, but I'm going to tell you right now, and no offense to any Jan Michael Vincent fans out there, <laughs> but I also think that maybe he was the weakest choice for a uh, lead action hero. Okay. Because, <laughs> like, he was on, he's from the show Airwolf, which was an action, like, it was an action TV series during the 80s. Yeah. Up, I mean, pitted up against, like, the A-Team and Magnum P.I. and all that stuff. Like, he's yeah, supposed but... to be that level. But you look at him and... He's no Magnum. I'm going to go ahead and explain <laughs> this next scene okay. because it will go with this discussion. But they get to the facility uh -huh. and Alex is not happy to see him because he's like, oh, he's too dangerous to be here. <laughs> he's a madman. He's yeah. a maniac. Why would you bring him here? And I look over at him and I'm like, I'm supposed to believe this man's a maniac. <laughs> He is, he, he's dressed like he is a middle school social studies substitute teacher. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's just like, okay, guys, I don't really know what you're studying today. Oh, what? No, sorry. Let me do a Jim Michael yeah. Vincent voice. Yes, please. Oh, sorry, guys. I don't know what you guys are studying today, so here's some puzzles for extra credit. It's <laughs> <laughs> so... It's so <laughs> and yeah, I am not believing that this man is a badass... I, I have a heart like I'm going to have to go back and watch Airwolf. Yeah. Because I'm like, they're trying to sell him as if he's like fucking Sylvester Stallone or Bruce right, Willis right. or, or an, a, a fucking Dolph Rundgren, like a real and action I'm just star. like, okay, <laughs> sure. I can believe it. Yeah. Wink, wink. I don't think this guy could strong arm a cashier in a grocery store to take an expired coupon, let alone fight a fucking interdimensional creature. Could he even <laughs> open a string cheese packet? Without using scissors? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't know. He couldn't he he can't string the cheese. <laughs> so yeah, that's her big badass yeah, character. That's right. With all apologies to our one listener that's a Jan Michael Vincent fan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh so just to pull a little podcast Magoria magic here, I just want to tighten up real quick that while we've got all the Shepard, Alex, and Julie mumbling fun, we also are seeing the mercenaries that are going to be going in uh, as the task force to save the scientists. They're the guns. They're the they're the guys that are going to be like shooting aliens and and and. Chewing bubble gum, as that yeah. classic saying goes. Yeah. <laughs> and as far as I'm aware, they're all named Mancini. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll get to that. Yeah. Of course. Uh, but so so I didn't want to ignore the fact that we have all these other characters. I think that there's is there five of them? I don't remember how Eventually many... it's just down to four, I think. Eventually so. it's just down to Mancini. <laughs> Which Mancini? <laughs> I couldn't tell you. <laughs> Is that just a nickname? <laughs> Listen here, Mancini. Hey, don't you call me Mancini. You're a Mancini. Oh, geez. <laughs> the computer makes an announcement that a reading has been found. Mm -hmm. And one of the scientists that had went into the parallel universe 
is transported back to our reality. Yeah. And she is barely alive. Yeah. Alex is clearly panicked and is just like, get out of the way, damn it. Take her helmet off. We have to make sure she's okay. You know, and, and, and by the way, that character that has just been transported to our universe is named Marshall. Doesn't really matter, mm-hmm. but I just wanted to point it out for giggles. Uh, <laughs> it's very clear that she has had a hard time. We don't know what kind of injury she sustained. It looks like the suit's perfectly fine, so mm-hmm. I don't really know like what what exactly had happened. And I, we never really learned. No, not really. The gang show and Shepard trying to catch him up on the situation. Mm-hmm. They're showing him the footage of the attack. Yeah, and everyone's like well you've been there what what do you know what what's there and he goes rebel <laughs> Which i finally just now realized that he, he said trouble oh <laughs> trouble i thought he said rubble yeah i, I just i just <laughs> now realized that <laughs> oh my god the whole time i thought he said rubble also, but trouble makes just as much sense i Here's the other thing that's kind of ridiculous is, so, you know, all the scientists that went in there, they were equipped with cameras on their helmets to record all the stuff. Now, when the initial attack happened, we didn't Mm -hmm. get to see what was going on because, you know, signal trouble. Oh, I'm sorry. Signal rubble. Yeah, signal Uh, (laughs) rubble. (laughs) So what they're doing is they're reviewing Marshall's helmet footage. Yeah. It's the exact same blurry ass footage. Yep. That we saw moments ago revealing nothing more. Yep. It is completely worthless. Yeah. It's it just, does... I'm just, I'm, yeah, I, I assume they were just doing it to catch Shepard up and be yeah. like, and open up the dialogue. Yeah. Of, for... What did you see there? Rubble. 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 <laughs> 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 he says it exactly like that. Yeah. Is yeah. the thing. You might as well have been Scooby Doo saying it. <laughs> uh, in the sick bay, Alex is checking up on Marshall and she wakes up in kind of like a feverish state and attacks him, scratches his neck. And he's just like, Ouch. oh, shit, bitch. <laughs> and then some of the other like medical technicians and stuff come in and, and sedate her. And he's like, leave her alone. It's just like, she, she's rabid. Yeah. <laughs> They had found condensation on her helmet. Yeah. Gee, I would have been real nice if that like really mattered. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. They make a whole big deal about this, and Shepard just comes along to go, not so likely. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <Yeah. laughs> you made him sound like, like he was some sort of little goblin man. Yeah. Well, sometimes he delivers the lines like, yeah. Yeah, so likely. I guess he's a, you know, he's trying to be a maniac. Yeah. Oh, man. Like, I can't believe they let that maniac in this facility. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in the computer room, everybody's starting to do the transportation prep. Uh, you see the scientists doing the computer nonsense and, and the task force is starting to get uh, prepared. While all that nonsense is happening, we also see Shepard sneaking into the sick bay. Uh, it looks like he might be trying to take care of Marshall. Hmm. However, Alex and 50 fucking security guards come busting in and they 
are able to subdue this maniac (laughs) (laughs) and handcuff him for trying to uh, sabotage this experiment. It's happening again. What a madman. Oh, my God. He's such a madman. What a maniac. How are they able to to take down this (laughs) (laughs) mild-mannered dress shirt wearing jackass? (laughs) Yep. They're starting to gear up the machine to send another group out. As this is going on, we go back to Marshall and see what's going on with her body, which... Hmm, this is starting to look a little familiar here. Hey, I think we're getting our extra finally. I think we're getting our extra. Yep. Yeah, uh, something saws its way from within uh, Marshall to to be released. And uh, we don't we only get just a little a little peekaboo beep of of what it could possibly be as it bursts out of her chest and goes up into the vent. Ah, this mm. triggers the system's uh contamination lockdown yeah because i guess it's got so much radiation yeah that is just making the computer go nutso <laughs> hey the computer is almost as nutso as shepherd oh my god could you imagine if those two were working together <laughs> <sighs> so yeah we get we got to see little baby extra little baby extra little baby extra one of the other characters dr myers in case you were wondering uh she's trapped in one of the sections of the facility letting everyone know that hey like i didn't get out of this area when it was getting evacuated uh i'm gonna try to figure out what's going on and i'll give you a heads up if i can figure it out (laughs) yep so everyone goes out and about um in their masks to check out the facility they can't really find anything and when they finally get to the scene of where Marshall's body is, they 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 know something's up. Yeah, yeah. Because at first they're like, I don't know what the computer's talking about. I don't know. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, Marshall's <laughs> body is now like a little burnt up, dehydrated. It, it, it's like, crispy. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a crispy, crispy corpse. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they, they say that it looks like dehydration, but yeah. the kind of dehydration that would take years Mm -hmm. to accomplish julie wants to contact the surface about this and alex just like this would absolutely not like that would ruin this entire experiment yeah they wouldn't let us do this anymore yeah this will get us shut down and it's just like well maybe maybe that's maybe it's just a temporary shutdown thing like until everything's figured out i yeah. You should probably call the surface. No, 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 Alex says. He just wants to make he wants to send people back to the alternate dimension to save the other two uh scientists that are definitely dead by now. And mm-hmm. and also clean up his own mess, essentially, which the system has all of these oh, I can't believe I'm going into this much detail, but uh there's all these sensors that they have to basically override so it stops thinking that there is some sort of radiation contamination. Yeah, and there's a lot of sensors, too. Uh, what was it, 38? Yeah. Oh. They've they've got to start moving their little toesies. Yep, as, uh, as all this planning is going on, we check back in with that scientist that had uh, found the condensation, that very important plot mm, detail mm-hmm. inside the helmet. Right, um, right. What is he about to discover? What, what are we about to get revealed? 
We'll never know because he's killed by the creature. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Our technically second victim, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Checking back in with the doctor, uh, she runs into one of the mercenaries, which I guess, like, they know each other. They've got some sort of relationship. Yeah, I'd say uh, they know each other. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I just, I wrote down, no time for love, doctor. <laughs> I, of course, wrote down that they're canoodling. Of course. Because that's exactly what they're doing. Yeah, Julie... Uh, Julie should be a freaking detective because uh, she ends up coming across the dead body of the scientist uh, that we just saw killed. You had thought there had been a little bit more suspense to this. Yeah. Instead, she just like walks in the room. Hey, Dr. Ford. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> now, you might be wondering, why do we keep checking in with Dr. Myers and the mercenary? Mm -hmm. Well, kiddos, here's the secret. They're fixing to be next on the extra block. Yep, they got the extra's gonna give it to them, and extra <laughs> does so. <laughs> Except the mercenary is able to kind of slip out of yeah the scenario, and he sets the alarm, mm -hmm. uh, which alerts the rest of the mercenaries. Guns blazing. Yes, Julie goes to get Shepard. Uh, and and take him out of his cuffs, and he's just like, I don't know exactly what's happening here. And she, <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's like, Oh, we believe you now. I I don't know why we didn't believe you before, okay. even though you've been to this parallel universe and you've probably seen this thing at least a little glimpse of it. <laughs> uh -huh. <laughs> he just wouldn't have had that, you know, mouthful of sunflower seeds. Maybe uh, we would know what he was saying. <laughs> Alex, I guess, decided that while this commotion was going on, he might as well take advantage of uh, taking a, a power nap. I know, with the computer making like announcements every fifteen minutes or yeah, so, an alarm just went off. There's the 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 announcements are happening. Um, last Alex we saw, was awake for all that. Last we saw Alex, he was pushing really hard for them to continue on with all the rescue stuff. Yeah. You would think that he would be in the computer room well, with, and with he, everybody else. And he told everybody to clean up the mess. Yeah. So I guess that was his going, all right, <laughs> mission accomplished, done here, time for a nap. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so he's lying there and he's... Uh, having his crazy dream of Marshall and he's itching his neck, which is looking like that's pretty infected. Uh, and it's just like, what, what order was this supposed to go in? I have no idea. Do you think that they were supposed to have been like trapped in the place longer than what the movie makes it out to be? I don't know. Cause the computer system gives them a long ass time. Yeah. Also. Okay. So typically in these kinds of films, when there's like some sort of time limit to yeah. to their evacuation, yeah. the bomb's gonna go off. Yeah, the contamination yeah. process, yeah. which is what's going on here. The it, it, I think they're initially given five hours. Yeah, that's a long time for a sci-fi movie. Yeah, usually it's like you got you thirty-two have minutes, thirty minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. get your an shit. hour. Yeah, fifteen minutes. Also, I don't fully understand why there would be even a count, like, because since it got, since the decontamination process got triggered, 
from the alarm getting hit that, mm-hmm. oh, we got radiation. And, and the computer already knows there's radiation. Why wouldn't it already be wiping the system? Like, why wouldn't it yeah. already be going, like, floor to floor to floor, yeah. like, burning out whatever? Once it's able to scan that there's nobody on the floor, yeah. it could go ahead and do that Zoop. process on that floor. Yeah. And work on the next See, one. See, and that would give a little bit of urgency yeah. And why they would of, need to of oh my gosh, we got to we got to get out of here before it gets down to our floor. And it could they could have had a really suspenseful moment where like they're barely going to make it and one guy's like just a little too slow, shoo, the door closes behind, you know, behind them and and he doesn't make it and they have to watch him through a little like peephole get burned alive by the decontamination process. That yeah. Son of a bitch. Damn it. Damn <laughs> but it. No, everybody's, there is no urgency. Yeah, in this everybody's movie. meandering around. Clearly, you're fucking taking a nap, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> they have another meeting of the minds. And of course, Shepard is just playing it real cool. He's a cool customer. He, no. He ain't a cool customer, James. He's a maniac. Oh, that's right. He's oh, a yeah. Man. Whoa, he was foaming at the mouth. <laughs> he was so crazy. He was calm. That's what makes him a maniac. Autumn <laughs> is that no matter what's happening, he's super calm. <laughs> <laughs> they start to come up with a plan to uh, stop the creature, and Alex reveals he still hasn't actually contacted the uh, the surface about this uh, situation. What? Which, I mean, of course he hasn't. He was too busy taking a fucking nap. (laughs) (laughs) This is when we actually get the full on, like, this is the time limit. There's a a complete system lockdown. I think we've had, like, five system lockdowns by this point. Yeah. This is the serious one. (laughs) Uh, Julie ends up saying that we need to go uh, to all of these uh, different sections of the facility to, uh, to override the system. And we'll break up into teams so we can divide and conquer this goes about as good as you would expect (laughs) yeah because nobody is particularly good at what they do yeah no they're all just like looking around with their guns and eventually they end up meeting in the middle anyway yeah which this is a multi-level facility yes where they have to go to multiple levels to override the system yes and for whatever reason two at least two of the teams were practically just down the hall from each other yeah and what good does that do? It doesn't do any damn good because of the fact that <laughs> basically we're all picked off by the fucking, by extra uh, running around. We get uh, potentially uh, a Mancini gets killed. Uh, look, we heard the name Mancini a hundred million times and it usually lined up with somebody getting killed and so we were like oh there goes mancini there goes mancini uh wait i thought that mancini was okay so this is mancini whoops i got that wrong one guy ran off and they're like damn it mancini get back here and then the guy gets killed Uh uh-huh and then the next scene they're just like all right mancini what do you think was going so okay now we know and this is something there is at least one mancini we know that there's, there's a mancini but we also know autumn that uh that there is an issue with people keeping names straight yes you didn't mention that i didn't mention this but in the beginning of the movie when alex is initially talking to bob he ends up calling him wilbur or whatever wild wild and uh and i was like who the fuck's 
who's who's wild and it turns out that they left in the actor calling bob by his real last name yeah now i could understand the confusion because bob is also his real first name yes <laughs> but the character's name according to imdb and everything is like bob knacker or something like yeah, that yeah it's it's not it's not wild yeah and and so i was like oh god and so as the movie progresses there are definitely moments where people are not being called by their actual character uh, yeah name. no and so i i still haven't you know even after watching the movie uh i still never really figured out who the real mancini was yeah um, yeah everybody was mancini it's kind of like spartacus yeah. yeah but it does turn out the mercenaries did have different names when we got to the actual credits yes we yeah. were like oh my god Zelensky! i never heard that name yeah, yeah there was names <laughs> yeah they all had names and i never heard like any of them because most of the time they also just called them lieutenant sarge. colonel sarge yeah, yeah. and so ooh. Uh, <laughs> anyway when they all kind of bump into each other, they find some extra poop. Yes. At yeah. least that's what I'm assuming it is because Mancini, <laughs> quote, quote, makes a joke about, oh, well, we know what that dinner was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and rustles up the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Dime store Hugh Jackman is not pleased. Uh, with uh, with his comments, so I'm gonna I'm gonna podcast Magoria Magic this because there's a lot of back and forth between yes uh, them seeing the creature, being stalked by the creature, and back and forth the the kill the creature killing a couple of Mancinis. Yeah, the extra <laughs> does what extra does. That's right, and does it well. <laughs> Checking back in with Alex and scientists whose name i didn't learn until much later on jebberg <laughs> uh they're in the computer room kind of monitoring the entire situation and alex keeps looking kind of green around the gills yeah and also keeps making comments about how they could probably just go ahead and let them die like don't you know keeps kind of trying to stop to, uh, jebberg from helping them yeah via the radio and just like ah, don't, don't don't help them what what was that oh nothing 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 at all nothing at all uh <laughs> so they're trying to play up that he's losing his mind but it's it's kind of lost in the mix yeah a little bit because i mean alex was kind of an asshole to begin with yes. so this character development isn't really like shocking or no. anything and if you <laughs> If you weren't keeping up with how he had gotten scratched and everything, you'd just be like, oh, Alex is just yeah. being Alex. Yeah, Alex is just a fucking asshole. The gang ends up coming up with a plan to go up through the air shaft and air ducts and such to get to a, a door they can manually or that they can override and get back to the computer room slash other section of the facility. However, they are being stalked by the by extra. Uh, who is the slowest. Mm -hmm. Well, he's really big now. He's yeah. gotten bigger and yeah. bigger. I just, I don't know. Again, there's it, no urgency. Okay, my other thing about, I don't know if it's necessarily the scene that we're talking about because a lot of this part is so much the same. Yes. But when Extro's following them and they shoot at Extro, I couldn't tell if Extro was trying to get out of the room are still chasing them or what 
Yeah. Like uh, the way that one of these shots is filmed, it was so confusing. Yeah, it's it's very just I mean, it's so incredibly obvious that a lot of this wasn't filmed at the same time. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I know that they didn't build a fucking 12 foot tall creature. Right. But at least make it look like it's in the same room. Yeah, that's why it was so confusing. And also there's too many close ups of pillars. Yes. Because it would be a shot of the of the, the the gang shooting or running potentially in different directions, but then somehow all in the same spot. And then it'd be a shot of a pillar and then a shot of extra and then a shot of a pillar and then back to the team. And, and then and, a different angle of extra's face. Yeah. So you couldn't necessarily tell what exactly was extra's real face. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, this one had like a xenomorph thing going on. Yeah. It, it's such a weird choice because the fact that they... It's very obvious that this was heavily inspired by Alien and Aliens. Mm-hmm. However, they made this weird decision that they wanted to both show the creature, but also try to keep it a mystery at the same time. Yeah! And yeah. so instead, you just have really muddy shots. It's not effective at all. Uh, back to the whole, like, air shaft situation and such. Um, they they met. Shepard, being the madman that he is, uh, <laughs> manually overrides the door and they end up going into like this giant fan situation. <laughs> like, you know, one of those rooms like you'd see in video games where yeah. if you if you accidentally fell off the edge, you'd fall into the fan and yeah. die. Yeah, uh, it's that. And hey, that's what happens. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Extra catches up with them and another Mancini is killed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Extra is like blown up and falls into the fan. Which we thought that it was the Mancini. Yeah. At but first. Because the burning remains are absolutely tiny compared to this fan. Yeah. And this is the other thing that's confusing about that is you do see like the ladder that they're on compared to the size of the fan. Yeah. The ladder's human sized. Mm-hmm. So it would make me believe that the fan wouldn't be that much bigger, but somehow it grows by like 200 times uh, <laughs> to, to, to make extra look fucking tiny yeah so they're able to escape through a side door on Mm -hmm. the ladder after that and when they when they get out of this door alex is there to greet them and they're all pretty much like fuck you alex yeah yeah we know what you were saying yeah you wanted us to die you suck and then we get to a scene where julie's fixing her hair yeah uh, uh, some stuff just happened. Some stuff just happened. Why are you so calm? There's like there's still the countdown going on. Um, and yeah, Julie is having a costume change, and Shepard's just kind of hanging out in her room with her, and wanting a kiss on her yeah. and stuff. And then she's. Don't it, we have more pressing matters to yeah, get to? Yeah, because you're still dealing with the fact that you're fixing to die from the radiation wipe. It. And and so while they're kind of talking and such, uh, Julie's just like, oh, why are you so bent out of shape? The creature's dead. So why can't we just move on? You know, and, and he's just like, ah, rah, 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 rah. Well, and she wants to get samples. Yeah. 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 And it's just it's just like, oh, OK, well, now that it's a shame that there's like 
45 minutes left in the movie and Extro's already gone. So I guess now it's just figuring out how they're going to get out of this facility. Then it's, it's the team discussing the plan again about how what they can do is climb up the elevator shaft to the top of the, uh, the, to the top floor to then deactivate everything so they can escape. And it's just, it's, it's just such a fucking, it's another weird mission. And the whole time I was like, well, you know, you guys never actually deactivated any of the other stuff. Yeah. To begin with. I never saw them go to any of the sensors to deactivate Now, the new plan is, is that they're setting C4 charges in seemingly random places. Right. Like, like it's supposed to mean something. And I have no idea why, like, they're doing... Because the only the only uh, C4 charge, like, location that made any sense to me was the one at the top to blow yeah. the hatch to get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Um, the rest of the charges, I have no idea why they have them. I do want to mention, though, they have enough C4 to blow up the World Trade Center. Ooh. That's not going to age very well. That is literally <laughs> what... Mancini yeah. says, yeah. I was just like, oh, oh, maybe that joke shouldn't have been made. Right. <laughs> I'm also confused as to why they chose the the nerd scientist to they, climb up the... They didn't choose him. He shows up That's with right. Barnes and he's surprised and he's like, okay, I guess you can come with me. Yeah. Even though he's... Jedberg? Yeah. He's not going to do anything when he... Spoiler alert! <laughs> yeah. He doesn't do anything when he no, gets to the top. He let's just... go ahead and explore them. Let's go ahead and just let's let's yeah magic this and just talk about their section of the movie, which is yeah, just they climbing up the elevator shaft. They've got like their little climbing gear, like carabiner situation, and they get up to the top of the shaft. And Barnes is setting the the charges, and Extro shows up. Oh fuck! I guess yep. like Extro didn't die. Freaking throws Jedberg. Down the elevator shaft, yeah. so he's just screaming forever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Barnes is is you know hiding in the elevator and ends up blowing the C four, mm-hmm. and then the the elevator starts falling, and as it's falling, he decides that the best way to handle this is to put more C four on the bottom of the elevator, so whenever it hits the bottom, it'll blow up him. And also extra. Yeah. I mean, at least he's not dying without a reason. Yeah. Hey, and guess what? We have our second extra death. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Extra <laughs> blows the fuck up in that elevator shaft. So extra technically dies like two times. Yeah. Because we were so confused. Yeah. When... With the fan. Yeah. When they were like, oh, yeah, extra's dead. We're going to go get the samples. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he's alive he's again. Alive again. He's alive and fine. Julie Shepard and Mancini. <laughs> just <laughs> hippie Mancini. We just gotta agree that all the mercenaries are named Mancini, except for Barnes. Except for Barnes. Yeah, they're having a meeting about what to do <laughs> again, <laughs> and Alex shows up and he's looking really rough, and he's just like, oh, you know, it's all. It's all fucked. You guys all fucked this up. It's all your fault. <laughs> Even though things at this moment, since Extro's dead, yeah, 
Um, it's looking up. It's looking up. And they still have like three hours to yeah, get out. Yeah, uh, it's not so, a big deal. <laughs> yeah, and Shepard's like, what did you say? And Alex is like, you heard me, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then he just like, I'm going to go lie down. I was like, okay, well, thanks, thanks for being in the movie. Uh, <laughs> Shepard and gang end up watching the footage of Alex earlier in the movie checking up on Marshall and they see that he got scratched and Shepard's just like, he's been infected. (laughs) And so (laughs) rather than continuing with the plan of getting the fuck out of this facility, they end up deciding that they need to trick Alex into stepping into the uh, Mm -hmm. transporter to zap him back to the alternate universe because he's the reason why the facility still thinks that it's contaminated since extra has definitely been taken care of twice over now. Um, that's not too true, James. <laughs> oh no. We run into extra again. Son of a bitch. But don't worry. This time they know what takes care of them. Yeah. An explosion. <laughs> ah, does it though? <laughs> like it's, it's a quick yeah. like extra scene where yeah. he pops back up and everybody's like, Oh no. Yeah. And, <sighs> yeah. And Shepard blows him up. Cool. Hope that worked. <laughs> That's the third time. The yes. third time. Come on, people. <gasps> Julie and Hippie Mancini <laughs> uh, run into Alex in the hallway, and they're trying to convince him to go into the transporter room because, hey, it turns out that the scientists are actually alive, and we need your help. And he's like, ah, I'm confused. I don't get it. And Hippie Mancini steps forward and is like, come on, man. And he gets shot by Alex. Julie's trying to talk Alex down, and this is when Shepard pops up and fights Alex, ends up dragging him into the transporter room. Julie goes back up to the the computer room to activate the the unit, and it's just like, I can't activate it because you're still in there. Shepard's just like, go ahead and do it. Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead and do it. <laughs> He's getting worse. Uh, <laughs> he is. Um, as they're standing there on the transport pad, Alex does begin to start to transform into an extra. Yeah, yeah. He's It's happening, folks. Uh, we're going to get another extra. Hippie Mancini pops up for last, like, just, just right at the last second mm-hmm. to help Julie push the lever to make the uh, the transporter function. And Alex is zoosted off to the alternate universe. <laughs> uh, Shepard managed to get out of the way yeah. of this uh, yeah. unit. Guess he saw, like, I think what happened was he saw Alex transforming and being all, yeah. And he's like, all right, here's my cue to step off of the pad. <laughs> yeah. He goes into the the computer room and it's just like, damn, what a bad time. We need to get uh, Mancini to a doctor. And the computer is like, hey, guys, that was kind of embarrassing that I tried to do that decontamination thing. Everything's okay now. Yep. The end. <laughs> No, oh. not the end, because our heroes of the story get to see Marshall pop up on the screen. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah, of course. And that's why I had to make the reference to uh, Resident Evil in the beginning and compare yes. this to the Hive. Because yes. Marshall is basically the Red Queen. Yeah, because she's like, I want to go home. 
happened. Yeah, it was just like, what? <laughs> Extra <laughs> is a computer virus also? Yeah. Man, the third movie's going to be crazy. <laughs> the end. The end, thank God. Far, like, and then I'm going to make this real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, is Obviously, this movie is fucking garbage. It is a mess. It is hot garbage. I this would is, definitely oh. rather watch the first one all over again. Yeah, whatever version. Because and, it is so much more entertaining than holy this. Holy mackerel. Uh, so there's so much wrong with it. There's so many like just long ass scenes that mm-hmm. don't matter and mm-hmm. the, got all the, the sci-fi jargon and then also the characters don't make sense and, and like... Some of the stuff would have mattered if they would have developed the characters more, but they don't. So it's just like, I don't care about any of this. Yeah. And also, because there was so much time for them to get their shit together, there is no urgency. I'm yeah. not, there is no suspense in this film at all. <laughs> no. It is just a, a, a stroll through the park with a mumbling guide. Even when they're like, you know, going through the halls of the facility with their guns, like. Mm-hmm cautiously looking for extra even that's not tense because they look kind of silly yeah i don't think that they had very much direction for those scenes and also hugh jackman ripoff yeah uh that's it which i guess hugh jackman's if anything is a ripoff of this guy Uh, (laughs) but anyway this guy that's that's similar it's hugh jackman in different font uh He's got this comically large gun. Yes, yes. And it's just it's just a chain gun, but it's all been sci-fiified. Uh, <laughs> but it, it's oh, it's so ugly. It's such an ugly movie, and I don't think it's just because we were watching a a, a shitty rep. I think that it's just an ugly film. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of these that came out in the early '90s that I, it, if you didn't catch it on the Sci-Fi Channel or accidentally rent it. At mm-hmm. your local video rental store, you probably would never see this film. Like a yeah. lot of these movies are probably lost media now, but thanks to the the internet, YouTube, and Internet Archive, uh, you can still find them. And hey, that's how we watch this movie, folks. Is mm-hmm. it's not actively streaming on any service. Yeah, it's it's available. Uh, on there's a there's two reps available on YouTube. There's one that's uh, I think it's in French, and then the other one is it's in English. Thank goodness but it has Russian uh, subtitles. Oh my God. Okay, so yeah, that's what made it even harder to watch. Yeah. Because I am a subtitles on movie type of person when I'm watching by myself. And so since I couldn't understand what they were saying most of the time, I was trying to read the subtitles. Yeah. And then I just was assaulted with Russian. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, was, oh. it was something else. I... Don't I, I, sh- I didn't take the time to look to see if it was on Internet Archive. I think it is because I think that was originally how I wanted to watch it. Yeah. But accessing it on YouTube is way easier. Uh, now, you can get your hands on this movie on DVD. There is a box set that has the first extra. I don't know which version. Uh, extra 2. And then there's a third movie that I can never remember the name of. But you can find it on Amazon. Yeah. So if for whatever reason you want to own a piece of really sad movie history <laughs> or what was probably going to be the relaunch of Jan Michael Vincent's career. Uh. <laughs> 
um, you can find it. It's like 20 bucks for three films. That's not bad. Um, but the movies are. So maybe not a great investment. Anywho, uh, yeah, check it out if you want to torture yourself or waste some time or see if it's as bad as we think it is. It's that bad. It's that bad. I think we may have pulled our punches, honestly. Rebel. Rebel. <laughs> that brings us to the end of this episode of Podcast Megoria's Halloween A to Z. Our next episode is our Y episode. Why for your next. Oh boy. <laughs> so see how we feel about that movie next time. Until next time, if you find yourself in a scientific facility and experiments are going awry. And things look like it might be turning into some rubble. <laughs> Follow the plan. Ignore any assholes that have a weird scratch on their neck. Blow up the creature at least three times. And most importantly, you must stay spooky. Extra, extra, extra. Bye. Bye. <laughs> You've been listening to Podcast Magoria with Autumn and James, starring Autumn Campbell and James Davis, produced by Taryn Westphal, with music by James Davis. Like what you heard? Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to follow on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for posts related to Podcast Magoria Productions. And as always, stay spooky.